This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Is Lamar playing football again? What is going on with Lamar Jackson? <laughs> I don't know. I know I don't like Huntley. No one's even talking about him as if he disappeared. Where is he? And I, where, I really want to. No, I really want to know. Lamar Jackson. I really want to know for the playoffs, right? Is he going to play in the playoffs? Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, with you on a Tuesday, presented as always by BetMGM. Yeah, that conversation you just heard. That wasn't now. That was like three weeks ago. We were like, where the heck's Lamar Jackson? We still haven't seen him on the field. His Ravens in Cincinnati on Sunday against the Bengals. Let's talk to a guy who might know more than us about this. It is Odyssey NFL insider Jason Lockett, for host of the Odyssey original podcast In the Huddle with Brian Baldinger and Carl Dukes covering the entire NFL. Jason, of course, also on 105.7 The Fan in Baltimore and one of the hosts of BetMGM game day 8 to 11 a.m. Eastern on Sundays. Jason, welcome in here on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. Let's start with Lamar. I mean, it's, it's probably the thing you'll talk about the most, probably have been talking about the most for weeks and weeks. What is the latest? What's your, what's your best guess on what's going on and Lamar Jackson's status for this weekend? I'd say, look, there, there are certainly no guarantees whatsoever that he plays football this weekend. And I know there's been people who've been trying to report on this and um, – I don't know that any of them have gotten it even close to right at this point. So I would just say be careful what you bank on as sort of information or quasi-information or whatever um, because this, uh, you know, it, it's a, obviously a significant knee injury. Um, Lamar keeps things very close on his side. Um, the team, I'm sure, whispers things at certain points in time, but even those projections haven't come close to being accurate at this point. And, you know, it – He's not a guy who you could put out there at 75% with a brace on and have him run this offense the way it needs to be run. You know, this isn't Phillip Rivers playing on one ACL or whatever, just, you know, three and five step drops, get it out quick, stay in the pocket. This is a, for this to work, it's, it's option football. It's reading and deceiving with mesh points. It's Lamar having to be the most dangerous player on the field to, to defend. Um, Lamar Jackson hasn't even thrown a football on the side 
for going on six weeks. You know, it's a very low bar to clear to be considered practice limited in the NFL. And he hasn't gotten there for over a month. So the idea that he could come in, practice twice, do a walkthrough Friday, and here we go, even if the knee is feeling, you know, significantly better, that that's not that's not ideal or close to it. I don't think John Harbaugh knows. I don't think anyone knows until they try to get through this work week and you see what he can do. But John Harbaugh went out of his way not to make any sort of proclamations about this after the game or yesterday. And a lot will be evident 24 hours from now. Is Lamar Jackson on the field running around without a noticeable limp with a normal gait, at least practicing limited tomorrow afternoon? If he's not, he's not playing in this game. And if he is, it still doesn't mean he's playing in this game. Hey, Jason, you've been on top of this uh, from the start. Missed 14-15. People were saying, oh, week 16, the Atlanta game, he's definitely going to be back. And you're like, I don't know about that. I don't know about week 17. I don't know about week 18. He's not out there for any of it. You know, there there have been rumblings about it, and now people are are finally starting to talk about it. Is this all injury-based? How much is contract here? Yeah, I, I don't know who could answer that, you know. I mean, besides Lamar and the medical team, um, I, I, don't, I don't know. I just know that it was always more than a one- to three-week injury, and you talk to people who have had PCL issues, and you talk to guys who have had PCL issues who, who have to try to play the game the way Lamar plays it, and I know they were telling me, bro, that that's, could be four to six weeks before you come back, and even when you come back, you feel like garbage for a while. Um, but look, but yes, there is the specter of the contract, and that's on the organization. They let it get to this point. Players of, of this um, stature, who are this dynamic, who basically you're going to win 66% of the time when he's on the field, and you're going to lose 66% of the time when he's not on the field. Dudes like that, they get paid before having to play out their entire rookie contract with no future guarantees. And I will just reassert, he got hurt in the pocket. He didn't get hurt freelancing. He didn't get hurt being cute. He didn't get hurt looking for contact. He got hurt in the pocket for the second straight year. Um, And the timing of it couldn't have been worse. But, yeah, now there's a lot of big-picture questions, not just the playoffs, but, you know, him going into an offseason injured, him, you know, having to work out a contract with the Ravens or whoever he gets traded to, him staring at the franchise tag, you know, him not afforded the same courtesy as a lot of other quarterbacks, him hearing his owner speak publicly for the first time since he was drafted in the spring and basically say, he's not worth my money. He knows he's not worth my money. We don't believe in doing business like the Cleveland Browns. And maybe if he wins me a Super Bowl, I'll think about paying him the way he wants to be paid. Like, yeah, all all that matters. All that's in this booyah base somewhere. Yeah. Wow. Good stuff. Thank you so much for joining us. I want to take a look at the first wild card game. A very interesting one when you look at the quarterback position here. Um, you've got Geno Smith, who closed out the regular season, setting a Seahawks franchise record for passing yards. Um, he broke Russell Wilson's record versus Mr. Irrelevant. Um, Brock Purdy, who's kind of been a fairy tale type uh, story uh, for the Niners with Jimmy G and Trey Lance uh, not playing. It's been awesome what he's been able to do. What uh, is your assessment of this matchup? Look, this has been a tough matchup for 
Seattle this year. I mean, they've played twice. The 49ers swept them. Um, Seattle has one offensive touchdown in those games. Uh, Brock Purdy, I, I mean, you can call him a system guy. You can call him whatever you want. Uh, I'll call him the number one uh, rated passer in the NFL since week 14, number one in yards per attempt, number one in passing touchdowns. And Kyle Shanahan will put him in position to succeed. You know, and Geno, down the stretch, he, he started dealing with more pressure, and he's only got a 79.1 quarterback rating against pressure, 109.3 when he's not pressured. Seven interceptions in his last seven games, including two multi-interception games. Weeks 1 through 10, he was a 108-rated passer. Weeks 12 on, 92.1. Um, I just think they're going to be in a tough spot here. San Francisco's run the ball really well on them. Um, San Francisco at home allows 14.8 points per game. That's first in the NFL. And San Francisco's really dominated both of these games in the first half. I would look into some first-half plays here. That overall line is pretty big. Um, but 34-3, to 49ers outscored San Francisco in the first half combined of those two games, uh, 13 nothing in one of them and 21-3 in the other. So, yeah, I, I think this is – I think Geno's going to be in a tough spot here. I think Geno's going to throw a pick or two again. Um, 10's a big number. San Francisco wins this game. Uh, I just don't know about them covering for the game, but I'm, I, I like them in the first half for sure. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jason, let's go to the Saturday night game. Um, it's a one-point number right now. It's come down. We're, we could be headed towards a pick. Um, Chargers are one-point road favorite in Jacksonville. Two young quarterbacks a lot of people obviously believe in moving forward. What's your early read on this game? Chargers, Jaguars. I'm kind of feeling the under here. You look historically at quarterbacks making their NFL playoff debuts, even quarterbacks who would go on to become historically significant. It's a different ball of wax, and I think we saw that with Trevor Lawrence last week. I mean, I thought Jacksonville was a lock to get the 24 points, and they didn't get there because he's missing Zay Jones wide open in the end zone. He's overthrowing guys on passes he normally complete, competes. I'm sorry, completes. Doug Peterson isn't competing the way we expect him to, and he's handing the ball off on early downs, even though you can't run on Tennessee, but Tennessee can't stop the pass. I, I think – you know, they put some guardrails on there a little bit. Um, there were some fourth down situations where Peterson, back in his Eagles days, would have definitely gone for it. So maybe he got that out of his system. Maybe he didn't. But, um, I mean, uh, the Chargers, you can run on them. You can't really throw it on them. Um, you know, Herbert, they never let him cut loose and really be the thoroughbred that he is. 
I think these are two uh, situations where uh, both teams will play pretty conservatively. Offensively, um, Austin Eckler, we know that he's a dominant force in the passing game, but, I mean, Jacksonville is really good against defending running backs in the passing game. Only an 80 rating thrown to him, no touchdowns allowed, three interceptions, second most in the NFL on picking off targets to running backs. I could just see this being a bit of a learning curve game and this not being the high-scoring shootout you might think about if you just looked at those two quarterbacks. But I do think it's a coin flip, and it's been going back and forth, and it's kind of indicative of that. Um, You know, maybe I embrace home field and the Chargers having to travel all the way across the country on a short week and lean a little bit to Jacksonville there. Um, But I think this could be like a 21-20, you know, 24-21 kind of deal. With Jason Lacafora, this is BetQL Daily. Sunday's triple header of the three games. What is your favorite look? Oh, man. I, I, I just think that this Buffalo thing could get really sideways, you know? I, I, mm-hmm. And I will see that number probably continue to go up through the week. But, I mean, Skylar Thompson, what, what is this thing? You know, I don't think there's really any chance that Tua plays. And even Bridgewater, I mean, if he's, he, he wasn't very good before this injury. Bridgewater with a hand injury, I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. Even the game that Buffalo lost to those guys, boy, they ran a ton of plays, right? I mean, it's been a lot of freaky stuff that's had to happen. Um, Miami's only 3-6 and six on the road. Miami allows almost 31 points per game on the road. I feel like they're walking into a hornet's nest here. Um, Really, no matter who their quarterback is, and again, I I don't think it's going to be be Tua. Uh, That could be a beatdown. That's another game I'll probably make a lot of first-half plays on, guys, because, again, backdoor cover, the Bills call off the dogs, and it's the playoffs. You don't want to get anybody hurt. You know, and you know McDaniel's going to want to keep throwing the ball around because – uh, his job security, I would say, is not exactly um, totally secure. So, yeah, I, I think Buffalo flexes its muscles early, wins that first half fairly handily, Then I'll be looking into some of that action. Giants, Vikings, uh, two teams who finished the season with a negative point differential, so that's fun. And, I mean, we've seen the Vikings require, uh, you know, come from behind wins. Are you sp- – expecting that here again it seems like they can't really continue that in the playoffs but here we are it wouldn't shock me if this one plays out like the game the the crazy game that these two teams played up there you know whatever it was four or five weeks ago um both these teams have had a knack for winning one score games both these teams have sort of defied the statistical odds week in week out i i, I like the giants I, 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 like, I kind of feel like the Giants are the better team when you really size them up across the board. They, they both have their flaws. Um, but I do wonder about, you know, Daniel Jones, and this is a big spot for him, and he's going into a, he's in a contract year, and I think they're going to franchise him. But, you know, this one game can kind of color everything. And um, not that Cousins <laughs> – not that I'm vouching for Cousins in a big spot either, <laughs> which, again, this game doesn't do as much for me as some of these other ones. But I, I do think the experience matters. I do think having to go into an environment like that that's going to be loud and crazy in that dome probably matters. And, you know, I, I guess I lean slightly to the Vikings. But I'm just going to kind of watch that one and see where the money comes in a little bit and see. 
um, what kind of line movement we get a little closer to the weekend. Uh, but, it, it, you know, again, I think that first game showed you just how bat bleep crazy both these teams are and how their games tend to go. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it might be one where there's a ton of points in the fourth quarter and all of a sudden we're way over, you know, or even into overtime. That that kind of game flow doesn't wouldn't shock me for either of those teams. Jason, this thing ends with the Cowboys at the Bucks Monday night. We're under three now at BetMGM. Cowboys are two-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, I think six weeks ago, seven weeks ago, people would have said, well, the Cowboys. I mean, look, Dak Prescott is playing at a much higher level than Tom Brady. Yet you look at Dak now, I mean, that basically leads the NFL in interceptions by playing nine games. Where do you lean in this one? Dallas, a very small favorite despite being a better team, you know, for the majority of the season. Yeah, I like the Bucs on the money line here. I, I think the Bucs are going to win this football game. Um, you know, Dallas has kind of been a team that you – well, know, they don't show up big in big spots. You know, I don't have a lot of faith in Mike McCarthy in this spot. Not that I do in Todd Bowles either, but one guy's got playoff Tom Brady and the other guy's got playoff Dak. And, yeah, I haven't liked anything I've seen of Dak um, recently. And, and, I mean, you go back since week 13, still nine interceptions <laughs> since week 13. Now, Brady's thrown a bunch, too. He's thrown seven. Um, but I feel like Brady's kind of settled down, and we're seeing Dak just force balls after, you know, throwing into double coverage. Um, playing too much hero ball. Uh, I don't like Dallas's defense in the second half of the year. Like, if, if I was going to like Dallas in the playoffs, it was going to be because that defense we saw in September and October was showing up big in January, and that's not been the case. And I don't think Parsons has been healthy much in the second half of the year. Um, you know, it's not as turnover-prone and as sack-prone as it was early in the year. Um and, yeah, I think both these quarterbacks – if you're looking for early props, I think both these quarterbacks are throwing interceptions. Um, but I think Tampa's the better team. I think Tampa clearly has the better playoff pedigree. Um, and I think Tom Brady will manage them to a situation where it's probably low scoring, it's probably back and forth, and Tom Brady wins the fourth quarter. I mean, even this year when his team was floundering, you know, more than anybody expected – he could still get them going in the fourth quarter, get that two-minute offense, hurry up stuff going, and find a way to score one more point than the other team. And, and I think that happens again uh, this weekend, or, well, technically Monday night. Great stuff, Jason. We appreciate you hopping on. Odyssey NFL insider Jason Lockenfora on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix of revolutionary technology, helping men all across America back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more lightning bets next on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.